It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is 11.40, the bet, Odyssey, Las Vegas. And look who we have here for those joining us on the video side on YouTube or the thebetlasvegas.com. Usually we have either Mo or Scott, but for the end of the year as we review the season, we've got the silver and black today, crew. Fellas, how are we doing today? Doing good. I'm just here to carry Mo's bags. That's all I do. Uh, I'm, like his, I'm like his porter. But also, real quickly, Adrian, before we get started with the sports stuff, I have to tell you, we have a a huge thing that we're doing over at Silver and Black today. Okay. It is a Silver and Black Today Bachelor version. Mo has one rose. He can only give out one rose. So he's looking for a girl who knows how to cook and also uh, (laughs) doesn't mind that he wears wears hoodies all the time. So we're going to fly him out to Las Vegas. We're saying we're f- flying him out to Las Vegas. Whoever can hit up Mo at Mo Moton on Twitter, M O E M O T O N, with the cutest picture, clean picture. You got to do it in the feed, holding a rose. We're going to send him to Sir Le Cirque. You have some dinner. We'll get Mo out to Vegas. Let's go. It's the, it's I the need dating to get hour. One of those flavor flav clocks. Oh yeah, well, we can we can get we'll talk to Odyssey. Come on, you guys are moving numbers over there, so we'll make that done. <laughs> also, with the fedora and the glasses, once again, this will this is convincing people to go to YouTube to watch this. You're looking like the Bachelor host, and you know what? As a matter of fact, obviously this year wasn't what the Raiders wanted. So I want to start off with some positivity. Um, and I don't know if you guys have been told this yet. You guys have done an incredible job this year with the coverage and the podcast and everything. So consider this your virtual trophy ceremony. Is there anything you guys want to say <laughs> to the fans? I'll let Not Mo that go it's first. done, because I know the offseason podcasts are still coming out. Sure. But I'm just saying. I, I want to I thank Scott for being the character that people hate on the show. So we have a nice <laughs> balance of... People hate Scott. They love oh, me. my goodness. So thanks to the fans out there for participating in that dynamic. Thanks to Scott for being the guy that people send their hate mail to and, and hate messages to. It's It's been a pleasure. So he's the he's the good cop. I'm the back. No, actually, it's just the people <laughs> who don't like Mo are just quiet for whatever reason. The ones that don't like me are very vocal about it. That's OK. It's, it's because they're wearing cement shoes, Scott. That's why. And is that That's what you want to say to the fans, Scott? Uh, no, I, I, what I want to say is most in all seriousness, Mo and I, you know, being part of the Odyssey family, as you are too, Adrian, we have been blown away. I mean, we are number three out of all NFL podcasts, right? We're right behind the Eagles and the Cowboys, both playoff teams. Incredible. We're number nine overall in in in, in Odyssey's entire podcast inventory. So we're top 10 overall, number three in the NFL. That's pretty remarkable. And it's not Amazing. because we're we're so great. It's because Raider Nation and the fans who listen, we have such great listeners. I know you do too, Adrian. It's amazing how smart they are. There's some there's some crazies out there in every fan base, and Raider Nation has them too. Uh, but more than not, our, our folks are amazing. They send us amazing questions. So thank you to them, because without them, Mo and I can't do what we do. No, 100%. Our, our show is actually, really quick, Adrian, our show is actually a reflection 
of what Raider Nation is as a fan base. And I said this on, on our show, Silver Black, today, regardless of what the, what they think the team is going to be, 0-17, oh, 17-0, you know, they're going to support their team. Mm-hmm. And in turn, if you're a good content creator, if you put out quality material, they'll support you too. People know how to find good material. And I'm not here to tout, tout me and Sky as, as the greatest ever. But we we have a we have a good dynamic that I think people people really like and people like our objectivity. They like that we're not on the show waving pom poms or yelling fire everyone after a loss. They like <laughs> to hear the balance of both sides, and I think that's what works. No, hundred percent. And I'll, I'll go ahead and thank you guys too. With my first year covering the team here in Las Vegas and with Odyssey, thank you guys for joining us. Um, and let's start now. Let's put the trophies away. We got the positivity out the way, and I kind of wanted to go in order because we're reviewing the season, right? But then I go on Twitter this morning and let me just say before I ask the question, when it comes to David Carr, first off, hello, let me speak to your manager energy first and foremost. Okay, is what he put out is what he's teasing, which, of course, on his on his podcast outside of the NFL Network, eventually he's going to have his brother on like the video wasn't even a trailer to say like, hey, next week, like. Is he doing this for attention or is he just trying to sabotage the slim possibility that Derek actually gets traded instead of getting cut on February 15th? I actually believe you got to go. You go first, Mo. Actually, because I have a strong opinion on this. I actually believe it's a promotion for the family podcast or network or whatever they have (laughs) going over there. I think it's just a draw for them. Because honestly, I don't think a team desperate as say, I know the Colts said they weren't going to trade for Derek Carr, but let's say the Jets. Let's say the Jets were desperate and in, in, in trading for Derek Carr. I don't think David Carr's tell all podcast about the Raiders, you know, spilling their tea is going to deter the Jets from, you know, a, de- a deal with Derek Carr if that's what they want. Because at the end of the day, you're looking to win games or you're probably going to lose your job. So you say, look at it, look at it this way. David Carr is pretty much quiet during the season. If he's spouting off during the offseason over what happened with Derek Carr and Raiders, fine. That's a relationship that, that obviously dissolved. And I think a team like the Jets would be looking at it as, well, he's quiet during the season. We'll get Derek Carr, win some games, and worry about the mess afterward. Yeah, yeah. well said. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little lower than that, Adrian. Listen. These guys are the most sensitive people in the freaking world, right? I get in arguments with people on Twitter. They call me sensitive. These guys, I swear, have probably a printed book of every tweet they've ever had that was negative about them. All right. And and excuse the expression, but it's they're they're like soy boys. They're they're so sensitive about everything. It's like, dude, your brother's trying to get another job. Let him get another job. You know what? There's something to be said for professionalism, especially David Carr, who's in the media. And, and he blocked me on Twitter like two and a half years ago because I said it wasn't fair that he covered his brother. I think you should. It's like a judge. Like, Adrian, if I go in front of a judge because I got a ticket and the judge is my brother, the judge is going to recuse themselves. Right. But yeah. we've now moved into a place where. Media can cover media, especially former athletes can cover their friends and their brothers and their uncles and their nephews, whatever. Okay, fine. That's where we're at. I can't control that. So you kind of have to accept that. But but this idea and then he, he, he took a veiled shot at Tom Brady, which he then tweeted later that somebody was making up and that they were a clown because he wasn't. He was just saying that he's most likely going to be with the Raiders. And that's funny because of the history of the two teams. I don't buy that. Look. Just shut up and let your brother go play. Your brother has the opportunity to go have a career somewhere else. I think he'll be successful. So just zip it. I don't understand the need to constantly fire back at what you perceive to be disrespect. It's very odd to me. 
It's very petty. And my last thing on that, too, is like even after the San Francisco game where San Fran ends up winning, they come back and he just posts that picture of him or his brother as a kid, like on this story, wearing a 49ers jersey. And it's like at some point now you're just being rude to the fans, which obviously they're a car. People love him. People hate him. But it just seems yeah. it seems a little bit too extra for what he does, which is work at the NFL Network and be a media member. You would expect something else from that. But we'll move on and we'll we'll start here with the actual team outside of the drama with David Carr. Um, Mo, we'll start with you. The biggest takeaways from this season. Biggest takeaways. I'm worried about Josh McDaniels. And I hate to start there because it's not going to cast a good projection for the next season if I'm worried about the head coach. But five blown Double-digit leads in the second half. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Raiders have that record. So he's got to be able to change the narrative about him as a head coach because it's still out there from his Denver days. There are former players coming out there saying that he's not a head coach. He's a coordinator. And I think he still has a lot to prove in that regard. Now you say, well, a new regime comes in, needs their people, needs their players. We'll see what happens. And, you know, being watching the Jets closely, it took a while for Robert Sala to, to, to do that with his team. I remember he had a terrible defense his first year with the Jets. Changing around, the Jets are top four in scoring and total defense this year. Now, Robert Sala didn't have a bad history with a with another team 10, 12 years ago, but yeah. it took him a year to change things around. So I think at least even if you're like me and you're skeptical of Josh McDaniels, you got to give him a chance to turn it around. The other thing is, and the biggest thing is the quarterback position, what happens there. Now, we talked about David Carr, and I, I think we're overlooking or glossing over the fact that he may have broken news. Even, yes. even with the preview of, his, of that podcast, he may have broken news saying that Tom Brady's is surely going to be the quarterback of the Raiders in 2023. And if that is true, I think the Raiders have a chance to bounce back and, and win double-digit games and go to the playoffs. Now, some fans don't want to hear it because of the tuck rule. I believe today is the anniversary of the tuck rule game. But <laughs> course, I, I feel like he still has – I think he still has enough. And me and Scott talked about this. I still think he has enough with a good offensive line and a run game and a decent defense. Does that have to be a top-10 defense, a top-12, top-14 defense to take a team to the playoffs. The other thing is the Raiders have to reverse the curse of the of a poor defense. They've had a poor defense for two decades. Even if Tom Brady comes in there, a rookie, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Joe, whoever it is, that quarterback is going to need support on the other side of the ball because you're not going to go far with the top 25 or the 25th ranked, 26th ranked scoring defense. They need to pour a lot of investments on that side of the ball. 